Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Bijou Podcasts. This is episode six of the Stacey June Show. Today, I want to talk about, ugh, but yay, transition. I'm Stacey June. Hello. I want to help you find your inner spark. And I promise you, this podcast is going to be so much more than a motivational meme. By sharing the teachings and lessons I've learned on my path to spiritual and personal growth, you too can connect with your true self and become the most honest, worthy and powerful version of yourself you can be. This podcast is going to be about connecting with others and reconnecting you with yourself, learning to enjoy the good stuff in the moment the lessons in the hard stuff, which is often where they live, and to always find the funny in the fucked. Welcome, friends. I used to call uh, an audience that we, we listened to on the pod channel that I hosted with the Thinker Girls Out Posse. And I don't know, it doesn't feel right to be referring to this new community as the same thing. So hi, friends. Welcome to a self-centered Sunday episode. I'm Stacey June, your host. And on this episode, I, I really just sit in where I've been in the week and think about a theme that uh, I'm working through or I am, I'm present in that I'm either finding challenging or exciting or a bit of both and share and and share I guess something that I have as a common trend throughout my week something that keeps popping up every different story every different problem every different I guess aha moment every different high five that I have with myself or my partner or my mates often and I don't know if you guys feel this often it is a similar theme that you go through at that same time and this week for me it has certainly been I guess the juicy and the difficult part of transition and I want to talk about that in a little bit. I think a lot of you might be with me on this for so many different factors. I've got transition going on in my life in so many different areas of my life with my personal life and my relationship, with my friendships, with my career, with myself as a woman moving into this real womanly body space of trying to be a mother. There's so much that's moving from one step to the other. First, I just wanted to say a big thanks to those of you that are loving the show and letting everybody know. I know I keep talking about that the best way for you to give something to me and we have this giving Um, receiving exchange is certainly for you to spread the word with your social media following. It is such a help. And I've seen so many of you push through things through across Instagram or Facebook or leave a rating or review. There's so many ways that in, in two seconds, you can help me enormously. So I am very grateful for you. I see you and I read all of your posts and I take it all in and I share it 
um, because I'm proud that we're doing a bit of a thing together here. So again, thanks for that. We have had so many different types of episodes with my interviews. This week is someone uh, really spectacular and I've actually become quite good buddies with her um, since we did this podcast and I'm really excited for you to learn a little bit more about conscious relationships and and I guess this real essence of um, manifestation and, and that comes into play when it comes to money or when it comes to uh, the kind of lover you want or the kind of person you want to be or the material items that you want to attract. And she is the absolute bomb of that. Her name is Caitlin Howard and she'll be on the show this week. So I'm, I'm thrilled. I love that you guys love the Laura chat and the Emmy Lou chat. If you haven't listened to those, please go back and listen. There's so many gems in there and so many tools for our tool belt as I talk about. But today I sit really sticky in my studio and my office space Uh, because I'm tanned and it's quite humid again. I've gone for a swim this morning. I haven't meditated and I need to really, I was going to put that on my Instagram earlier, but um, it's not something I'm proud of, but it's not something I'm ashamed of either. And through all of the work that I do and the stuff that I talk about, I think it's really important to be very clear on the fact that, you know, I'm not perfect when it comes to my routine and I'm not perfect when it comes to Um, or I'm not so consistent all the time. And I think for this year, I've spoken about the grounding 30 days exercise that I've put up online um, on my blog, stacyjune.com forward slash blog, uh, which you can have a go at yourself. But it really was for me to learn some discipline and, and really, I guess, be accountable for myself in a time where I don't have that much consistency. Everything is quite different. So there's reasons for the discipline, but I do think it's really important to understand that if we do self-care stuff, that we are going to wake up a different being in a different mood. If you're a woman on a different day of your cycle every single day, and you might not always benefit from the exact thing you did the day before or the day before that. So today I needed to have a slow wake up. I'm still going through this um, this kind of, I guess, purging of this cough. I've done some more deeper work on it this week and I'm figuring out that my body is really healthy and sprightly uh, and I'm getting my energy levels and my immunity and my adrenals back to where they should be. So it's certainly an emotional uh, thing that I have and I think it is very linked to transition because when you're about to make, I guess, a step into a very new space and you may have already been walking there for a period of time and it could be before a breakup. I think I've felt this before with a breakup where it was years I was walking towards this line, you know, those that cement line in the concrete. I would always jump over them as a kid, a bit OCD-ish. But, um, and I don't joke about OCD. It just comes off as something that is, I guess, a little bit, um, I think, extra about it. And... And sometimes you're going to fucking joke. So I have, someone's pulled me up on that before actually, which is why I kind of got a bit defensive. But anywho, I will move on. And so it's, yeah, it's this, um, it's this, I don't know, this awareness of this, these cracks in the cement. And I think you can go for a really long time walking towards a crack. Like maybe there's a humongous slab of cement and metaphorically, 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 that means that it's a really long road before you actually get to a point that you need to purely cross over. So you may feel like you've been in a different land the whole time you walk to that point. So you have transitioned, you maybe you've left a relationship or your your mindset has changed about this relationship and you know the breakup is the thing you need to do. But then when you get to that line, it is a really different place once you step over it. And I think this cough has been quite symbolic to me 
screaming and screaming at the very final parts of this point of my life, looking for some form of consistency or looking for some form of uh, stability in this middle mark. I mean, I really feel like I'm at a point where I'm in a big old forest and I'm looking, I'm looking behind at how far I've walked away from where I originally started and what was comfortable and, and what felt safe but didn't always feel amazing um, and probably led me to more anxiety than I had realised until I stepped away. Walking down this really big forest and then stopping and turning around and going, fuck, I've walked so far away from that and I can't walk back and I know I feel better without it but I still don't really know what's ahead of me. I can't see. I I can see that there's a light there now and I think at times on this path in this transition phase, I haven't always been able to see the light between the trees. I haven't seen the light at the end of the path. But now I can, but that doesn't change the fact that you don't really know what's ahead. You don't know if there's bears or there's <laughs> lol. My my be- my husband's best mate is obsessed with talking about bears and hunting, and he's actually doing a trek at the moment, which is fucking hilarious. Because when have I ever said the word bear? There could be a bear to attack you, but I hang out with blokes. So anyway, I um. There could be lots of shit in that forest that you're unaware of and it's just a complete lack of control. You need to com- you need to be prepared, you need to be ready, but you also need to not live in something that hasn't happened yet. So it's a real fucking head game here and it's a heart game because that's the only real thing you can rely on. The head stuff is actually the stuff that's really fearing, is driving fear through you of something that hasn't even happened and most likely won't. So you sit looking forward and you're like, my God, I don't know where this is going to end. I think the chances are if this, um, if this analogy is life, it doesn't end until you die. But you keep walking until maybe you come out to see something that feels more comfortable, something that feels so exciting and great, and then you all of a sudden start to understand why you started to walk in the first place. That could be a new relationship at one point. That could be this beautiful moment that you have on your own when you take a trip by yourself and you go, this is why I walk this far. Or maybe it's a job that you get that is just so fucking fitting for what you did and how hard it was to leave but you know it's all worth it so it may not be the end but it may be this beautiful open picnic with all these people that live there like in a hippie commune you're like oh my god please feed me I've been walking for so long it's just it's hilarious but this transition period that I find myself in before becoming a mother and not and and leaving I guess my life behind where I wasn't ready to be a mother that is a walk you start walking on that journey to become a mother well before you become one, well before. And plenty of people deal with this differently. My path, our path is incredibly long um, and has felt very long and that's long for us. It could be very short compared to some people and super long for others. I'm just talking about my own experience. And also with my career, you know, I find myself in such a different place. And last year I was so focused on doing stuff that I did so, like such, such different work. And now I'm finding myself as I keep walking, the further away I get from other projects, I'm like, actually, there's parts of those projects that I miss. And there's things that I can do to evolve lots of things into what I do moving forward. And, and all of this clarity comes out. But there is still so much unknown, even when you start to get closer to that space. Transition is something that I think we are 100% in charge of the experience. Because you know, to leave something, to go towards something, to want something, to start the journey for it, 
that's the hard bit. That feels really hard and it feels challenging a lot of the time. Sometimes you might be forced to get there. Sometimes you might not be. I don't know what the circumstances are for you. But for me, uh, I think I get to a point where my anxiety is a little bit of a... um, well, a lot of a messenger for me. I really try and use it where it gets to a point that if I'm having panic attacks or if I'm getting to a point where this is tough, yeah, for sure, last year was a tough year for me. Um, and so there's a real reason that they've turned to panic attacks instead of a tight chest of anxiety. But I've got to look around me and go, all right, especially when you've got an eye on the prize, which for us is a baby, what can I do to reduce this stuff for me right now? And whilst that might feel scary and I need to say goodbye to some stuff. I'm, I might need to do more of this, less of that. You know, what can I do to make myself feel the best and the safest and the, and the most comfortable I can in this moment? So you make that decision and you make it and that's hard. And it is often, yeah, it's often the starting point to this transition period, of course. So if you get through that and you think, okay, well, I'm going to take a few steps forward of something that I don't necessarily know what I'm working towards. And for me, with the Thinker Girls and the past projects I've done, and maybe even before that, I did a television show on on community TV called Scoop TV. I had an, a plan to get into um, something I loved and end up being radio. And, and I'd, I'd, oh my God, I had run so many different businesses, an event business, a PR business. I'd worked in the music industry. I've always had a real strategy behind getting what I wanted. But this time has really taken me back to way before I found radio, way before I found the music industry. And I was working in internal communications and I was working at places like Telstra. I remember census, one, two, three, four, you could call. They were basically like a phone version of fucking Google. Well, hello, I worked there and I worked in a great team, but I was so, so unfulfilled. I came out of uni, I did a PR degree and I was just thinking to myself, what can I do? And so much of what I was thinking I could do was just the pictures I'd been shown. I I didn't even know how to follow my heart. I had no idea what talking to myself, meditating, following my gut even meant. I I heard what people say it, but I, I didn't know how to do it. I was probably 23 at this point, 22 maybe. Actually, no, I was about 20. Yeah, around that age, around that age. And And so this kind of continued until my mid and then a little bit into my kind of later 20s. And it felt so lost. I I constantly felt like I was walking and moving towards things that were this hippie commune that was going to feed me, that this opening of yes. And year after year after year, I still felt that I was in transition. I didn't feel like my feet were somewhere I wanted to settle. And I, this is the first time again in my life that I felt that where I, I'm trying all these different things and I'm so excited about many of them, but I'm not a hundred percent sure which one will stick or which one will take off, which one's going to be my next big bang. And that comes with the baby too. I I don't know when that's going to happen. I don't know how it's going to happen. I don't know what the road is. I don't know if we'll end up doing IVF. I don't know if we'll end up even, which is scary to say, but I am, I'm open to it, adoption. So there's just so many things where you, you're putting all of these factors out there and you don't know what the outcome will be. And when you've got a lot of those going on at once, for me back in that time, it was very similar because I also was in a really crappy relationship and, and I wasn't happy. And so there were many factors in my life that weren't singing. 
I luckily now have one of those factors working and singing, which is fabulous. So it doesn't feel as, as you get older, I think it doesn't feel as scary, the transition part. But I will say this, what I had, hadn't learned immediately was the resistance to this process. And when I say the resistance, I mean, I would, and this is particularly last year, I feel a little bit better this year, but I would really struggle with with making a decision and not getting to the next stage straight away. When you when I spoke about making that decision, and I'm not talking about the time where you walked over the concrete line, I'm talking about earlier when you started to just start walking or start walking away from something or start walking towards something else. I'm talking about that time where you start to think, okay, well, I'm going to do it. And you don't even think about how long it might take you to do it. And that was the same with me and Ben trying for a baby last year. We just pressed go because we thought we don't know what this process is going to be. And then we fell pregnant straight away. And that was so exciting, but so fucking terrifying. And it just threw so many different curves on this road that we thought we kind of had on lock. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. And so I resisted those paths. I resisted those um, squiggly detours. I resisted so much of the change that was going to bring me the peace because I felt without knowing what the outcome was or without knowing the destination or the timeline of getting that to that destination, I wasn't interested in doing the transition part. But guess what? fellas guess what ladies guess what anyone that doesn't associate themselves with a particular gender you have to do the transition to get to the other part so resisting it is just fucking stupid because there is no way from starting to walk and just you don't just get to boing like tigger from winnie the pooh from where you start to walk across that cement line no 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 you got to go there and you don't know what the path is necessarily going to be. That's called transition where you're in the middle of it. You're not quite there and you're not quite here. And then what you do with that process and that time is really up to you. I feel uh, today that I am doing that process so much better, but I resisted and I still have bouts of resistance that come up that make me doubt myself, that make me feel fearful of the fact that I started walking in the first place, that make me feel unsure about where I'll end up. And also because I've started to really trust in my spirituality my spirituality to guide me and I meditate and I ask questions and I surrender, I don't have a strategy anymore. So going back to that that old life I had with careers and and my my projects with radio and the Thinker Girls, I would have such a strategy. I was in so much control, even though there were so many elements that were in other people's hands. I very much had control in what the plan I wanted to be. 
I have now let go because A, when it comes to a child, you don't have a plan. There is no such thing. And I think a lot of people that may have already had kids will be agreeing with me that that doesn't change once the baby gets here. So that's probably a pretty big lesson for me to learn about being a mother. But the second thing is with, um, with this career space that I find myself in, the new challenge for me was really focusing on what I enjoy what I feel like is giving impact, what makes me feel good in my vagina, what makes me feel not turned on but tingly, what doesn't feel anxious, panic and anxiety free that offers, you know, a place of integrity that I can control completely because it's it's myself. And so it it is a funny place to be but there is no strategy this time. There is no picture at the end that I'm aiming for. I've got goals, sure, but I have let go of the path. This is the transition I wanted to talk about today and this is the part that we can free ourselves of suffering. I actually just sounded like the Buddhist monk that I go and see at the, at the Buddhist meditation centers because they often use the word suffering but this is it my friends. You know so much of our anxiety and our, our pain and our struggle and our stress and our sleepless nights and our tight chest and our going to the toilet too many times a day or not going at all, so much stuff comes back to us resisting the lack of control on the path. If we can find ourselves doing practices, and now I'm not going to say that just kind of getting cruisy with the path that you don't know what's going to be is simple. You need to put practices in place, which is why I have a routine and which is why I've been particularly disciplined at this time because I'm like, you know what? I am going to stop getting up every day, getting on my phone and looking at what everyone else is doing and then find myself so freaking lost in the process. I need to just trust what my plan is with my path. And that is, that's possible for me to do in certain ways. I meditate, I do tapping, I do all the things that I teach in coaching, lots of other things. Yoga is back in my life in a big way. But this isn't a preach for those things. This isn't a, something that I think you should do if you want to try how to, how to do that stuff or you want to find different options, sure. You can come to my coaching, you can go to different courses. There's so many online now that you can get in touch with. But The important part of this picture is you find things that you can do to keep yourself in the moment to avoid the resistance happening because if we can avoid or get on top of the resistance of the path, then oh my God, life is going to be so much funner and I promise you, I've resisted stuff my entire life. I have controlled things my entire life because I had no control when I was younger and things got hectic and tumultuous and scary and not safe for a child. So my control issues are big ones and I find myself resisting anything that I can't control because of that but fuck I've worked hard on finding a way to get that down and I promise you I go into 2019 I'm sitting here um, on a March morning and I just think my goodness this is the way to be living and what I do know is I get up every day and I can help myself get on the right headspace I know what I can go to work and do and how I work best with discipline with plans with to-do lists do I know if any of those emails or any of those kinds of things are going to come off for the way that I want no but I, I do them and then I completely let go you need to look up I'll put it in show notes the um Gabrielle Bernstein's five, five Steps of Surrendering. And I, I, the video is just such an incredible resource for you to start to think about 
you know, really investing in something you want but letting it go and finding ways to sit in the now without control and transition that's what transition is this period of time that we go from a to whatever the next letter is for you but the thing is transition is actually our life we're not always going to have the big job the big relationship scoring the wedding the pay rise those moments aren't going to be something that happens to us every single week the parts in between are the way we live the parts in between are where we set our karma. The parts in between are the kind of person we are to our family and friends and more importantly to ourself. When we go out for drinks to celebrate a promotion or when we have a birthday or when we go to a wedding, these moments are joyous and incredible but they're moments. They're not the bit in between. And we wait so fucking long in life for all those moments to come and completely waste the ones in between. And that is, for a lot of us, the resistance of the transition. It's not that you shouldn't aim for them and it's not that they're not amazing when they come, but it means that we're missing a big fucking chunk of our life. So today, I hope you can join me in starting to think a little bit different about the in-between bits, the transition part. Because if we're able to find ways to concentrate on living a life comfortably in transition and comfortably in unknown and comfortably in patience, which are all virtues, P.S., and the Buddhists talk about living a life of virtue, if you can do that instead of box setting something or you can do that instead of concentrating so much on manifesting the next big, you know, big like money that you're looking for or the house that you're looking to buy, which again can be goals that you let go. But if we can put as much energy as we put onto those things into trying to find a way to be as comfortable, safe, happy and joyous in today, then I can't even tell you the kinds of things that will happen in your life, that the way that things will start to attract. It's like when the girl at the party looks so beautiful because she's dancing in the corner and she's so happy and she's not worried about if there's a guy that's going to come up to her. She's not worried about, you know, sitting there in the corner gossiping with the girl. She's loving the music and she's dancing and you look over and you go, my God, she's beautiful because she's living in the moment, right? And everybody wants to be around her. Everybody wants to talk to her and everybody wants a bit of that. And that's generally what we're attracted to, which means that energetically, the more we live in the moment, the more things will start to kind of stick. So the the catch of this whole thing is, is that if you can do that, there's a really good chance that not only your goals are going to happen and and magically appear so much quicker, but also all this extra stuff's going to come that you didn't even know about. So... I feel excited today. I feel really energetic and I feel incredibly happy in the transition. And it's been a fucking journey, guys. It has, I promise you. And it has in many moments of my life, but I've worked really hard at this part and I will continue to work hard. And I hope that you can put on your priority list or your to-do list this week a way for you to be a little bit, just a little bit, you don't have to get to this point if you're not anywhere near there, but just a little bit more comfortable with the middle part, a little bit more comfortable with transition. And I hope that if you are somewhere feeling frazzled and unsure about where you are in that forest analogy that I said earlier, that you you can find a little bit more comfort in in now. I would really appreciate you to share this with somebody, just one person, 
one person that you feel like struggles with the middle part. You can share it to them. You put the link into a text message. You can email it to them. You can message one of my social media posts across to them in their DMs, like in their messengers. Just one. I just ask that you send it to one person that hasn't already listened to it. Because, man, I think that it is an important message that isn't just my responsibility to share. Have the best Sunday if you're listening on a Sunday. If you're listening any other day during the week, then have an awesome day today too or an evening. I also have a group coaching course for autumn opening up in a couple of weeks. Uh, It will start. Let me just get the dates actually. I don't have it in front of me. It will start. The first session will be on the 15th of... Yeah, the 15th of March, we're starting on, sorry, the 14th of March, we're starting on a Thursday. There is a possibility that we might do a day, like a morning session for those of you that work nights. If you are somebody that has looked at the times online before and thought, okay, I can't do nights, then please email us at support at stacyjune.com and we'll try and put together a group. Groups need to be five. So if there's five of you, I will do a morning class. Um, and happy, happy, happy to do that. If you do have any questions or you've thought about coaching and you're not sure you've got the money at the moment, make sure you email us support at stacyjune.com. I'm trying to make it as, you know, as open and, and flexible as possible for people to be able to look after themselves. So if there is a way for us to help you, we will. Um, and that will go for three weeks and the next program won't be until winter, which will be in June. So if you are looking to maybe then do it in June and you want to save up or whatever, you can purchase it at any time on the website at stacyjune.com forward slash workshops. I'm so excited for you to hear my chat with my new bestie, Caitlin, this week. Um, and if you like the show, like I said, uh, really, I think all of our homework this week is to share this with someone that we believe needs to hear it. Um, so please take that on board as your own little universal mission. Um, and if you did love it, a rating or review talking about what you enjoyed from it is going to help me endlessly at this very beginning process. I have so many new podcasts to announce for you guys over the next few weeks. Uh, I've started a bit of a network for myself. There's going to be lots of different podcasts that might be involving me and not that are coming up. So I won't put too much on the shows, but I, I, it is an exciting announcement that I'll share on this show first. And I'm pumped. I love podcasting. I always have. Um, building this kind of new space from scratch again has all like obviously been scary, but I'm so grateful for those of you that are jumping on board and loving what you're hearing and of course sharing it as usual. All right, guys, I'm going to head off. This has been way longer than I anticipated, but I felt like it was super important today. So I hope you enjoyed it and I will speak to you soon. Find the funny in the fucked. Remember that. Bye, friends. Bijou Podcasts, the home of Taboo Conversations. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.